0: What's up guys, welcome to episode number 53 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about, you guessed it, the Indian Markets. Uh, This is more analytical content, if you want more informational content, do check out my Instagram page, it is at Indian Markets with KR. Also I've started a new Twitter handle, uh, so that I can, you know, tweet stuff, uh, and that is at the rate Markets with KR, uh, because Indian Markets with KR was damn, damn long for Twitter, so that's why. Uh, but anyway, uh, this episode, we'll be talking about the general trend of the market, Nifty's analysis, Bank Nifty's analysis, and my trades. Now, before we get into it, I just wanted to say that uh, real quick, if you're listening um, on Anchor, at least I know it, it is possible for Anchor and Spotify, but if you're listening on these platforms, do try to listen on 2x speed uh i tried doing that for another podcast and it was just life changing uh it's 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 a completely different experience altogether and i do recommend doing that especially because i'm known to speak a little bit slowly and uh this 27 25 minute podcast can turn into a 12 13 minute one so do try that out and i mentioned that i was listening to another podcast that podcast is my father's one it's called the open mind uh, and it's available on Anchor as of now, and on Spotify too. But I'll be I'll be pushing it on other platforms as well. So you know, I know it's a quick plug, not related to the markets, but I really want to mention it because uh, it's it's super crazy that my father's actually done this, and I'm super pumped for him. It basically talks about you know his experiences and how he's how how he feels certain things, uh, you know impact our lives positively and all those things so really nice uh, interesting listen and if you're into you know personal development self-help and all those things i definitely recommend giving it a listen and uh, do share your feedback uh, because if you share it with me i can always uh, sort of forward it back to him so anyway uh with that dealt with uh we can move on to the general trend that i observed all right so coming to the general trend day before yesterday and yesterday i mentioned that most of the stocks on my watch list were uh, properly positive and pretty much none of them were willing to go down and almost all of them closed positively Uh, that was slightly worrying because i actually had short positions so you know some of them i was not able to exit uh in time i didn't incur a loss on those but anyway most of them were positive this time it was actually not the case this time it was mixed uh some were positive some were you know negative some were unchanged uh so that's what we saw uh in general you know what i'm seeing is that yesterday we saw a pretty pretty healthy uh score for nifty i believe it was plus 159 And bank nifty was plus 350 or something Uh, whereas today we're seeing slightly lower levels plus 57 for nifty and plus 114 for bank nifty and uh, this this might just indicate that you know the indexes the indices are slowing down by a bit and it is not as uh, you know unanimously and uh, you know properly positive as It was earlier and that is bound to happen because, uh, you know, you you can't have so many positive days. But, but, but with this in mind, I do feel that tomorrow's expiry, which is a monthly expiry, very important. uh, It might just be a negative one. And we'll go more into this in in Nifty and Bank Nifty's analysis. But I just want to mention this that you know, considering all this, I would not rule out the possibility of a negative expiry. In fact, uh, I would not be surprised if the expiry is actually down 150 points. Um, You know, roughly 150 points for Nifty, but we'll come to that again in Nifty's section. Um, You know, I would also not be surprised because this is something that we have seen in the past, as I said, Uh, if Thursday is actually not too negative. That is, if tomorrow is not too negative, again, I would not be surprised. But in that case, I would fully expect Friday to, uh, you know, show show the show the market's true hesitations, so to say. So that is my general view on the market, and um you know, let let's let's get started with Nifty's analysis now. All right, so Nifty plus 57.25 points at 11,844 closing. 28 advances 22 declines zero unchanged for the index and from what i can see again my overall view for nifty is positive. i'd mentioned that uh, in one of the previous episodes possibly in one of my previous articles i had mentioned that i am fully expecting an all-time high by the year end so that is still hold. that still holds true uh, and by holds true i mean i still stand by that belief um, but you know In the short term, I think that considering that we're seeing a hanging man pattern on the daily chart and that the distance of the price right now from the 8 moving average, which it generally sticks to, is quite high, I am expecting a possible correction, so uh, I would not rule that out, which is why I had said that tomorrow might be a negative day, possibly day day, day after tomorrow also. And the reason for that 150 point was that that's the, re- that's the difference between the current price and where the 8MA is at. So the 8MA is just above seven hundred uh, and fourteen or so if I remember correctly. So, you know, a correction down to 11,690, 11,700, even if it's just a touch and go, cannot be ruled out in my opinion. Um, however, you know, there's always that possibility that it continues jumping, jumping, jumping back up. And that again, that's something we have seen in the past, and it carries on that crazy high momentum for a few days, uh, three days, four days, and then it consolidates for a bit where 8i actually catches up. So that is also a possibility. Now RSI resistance is also approaching on the daily chart, but today I also wanted to include the monthly chart, and that's because the month is almost over. Uh, you know, it's still 30th, so tomorrow's still yet to go. But I wanted to do, the, do the, at least part of the monthly analysis today because it might just help us give direction to tomorrow's moves. And according to the monthly chart, it shows very, very strong resistance at 11,940. Um, and, you know, possibly, you know, this is plus minus 60 points here and there. So... Uh, you know, I'm expecting those that to be a resistance. If it actually does go up tomorrow, we might see a high at 11,940, possibly, if it goes up. Uh, But you know that that's what the monthly chart is saying. And on the monthly chart, also 8 and 20 moving average support is very evident. So uh, looks like that August ending doji did work. So according to that, you know, the general trend does appear to be positive. Uh, So that is what you know, the the monthly chart also indicates. And according to the weekly chart, it is, you know, in line also. It's nothing too uh you know, nothing out of the out of the ordinary. What is extremely interesting now, and I know I I refrain from doing a lot of intraday analysis because not a lot of y'all are day traders. In fact I don't think anyone of y'all is a day trader except my father who I know listens to these. So Uh, On the intraday chart, we saw some very clear 50MA support after it actually, uh, you know, falling from that plus 80 open. Uh, So NFT actually opened plus 80. From then, it uh, it went down, I believe, to plus 36. And then from there, it bounced up to plus 57 where it closed. In between all of these things, uh, I noticed noticed something very interesting. Now, if you've been following me, following this podcast for three, four days, possibly last week, um actually you know a bit a bit before last week you know that i had talked about a trend line and this trend line was touched today that actually gave resistance to the day's moves so that's quite interesting to see and because that trend line is just so interesting i'll actually uh, post a picture of it on my twitter or on my instagram or both so uh, do do check those out if you're interested in seeing which trend line I'm actually talking about. Because because it was actually very neat how it actually respected that. But without further ado, let's get into nifty's gainers and losers. And uh, this time we're seeing some very interesting gainers, top gainers today, with Gale leading the pack plus 6.32% at 133.80 which was the closing price and from what I could see on the charts, you know, it looks like a textbook support level where it actually jumped up from and uh, the candlestick pattern was also very, uh, very bullish, very reversal like and based on that, you know, approximately 120 or so levels would have been a great entry point. Uh, I, of course, do not track Gale every day and Gale in general has proven to be a stock which might just swing either way, which is why, uh, you know, I do not get into that stock a lot. But, you know, this is my top gainer's analysis, so I've included it here. The next gainer for the day is Grassim. Again, I, I did mention that this is an unexpected gainer's list or rather an unusual gainer's list, so Grassim plus 3.55% closing at 740.10 and from what I could see with Grasim we can see that there was a mini consolidation almost and uh, from there it's actually jumped up. Now where it's at approximately 4-5 points away is a pretty strong resistance from what I could see. So I'm curious to see if Grasim is actually able to hold up around those levels. I, I I sort of remember uh, seeing Grasim at approximately 600 levels and, that, and, at, and at that time was not particularly a fan of the stock because it was just moving, you know, this way and that. But there were support zones from what I could remember, uh, you know, general support areas from what I could see. So, you know, that might have been the reason it's actually gone up close to 10% since the last time I actually remember uh, the stock. Anyway, that, that's it for the day's gainers. Now, we'll come to the day's losers, and we are seeing a regular here. Uh, the top loser of the day was Infratel, down 5.25%, closing at 183. And we're seeing some massive, 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 uh, you know, down moves by Infratel. And that that's honestly just pathetic. I'm assuming that some positive news is the only way it can be saved, um, technically speaking. And you you could say that technically the level at which the news should come into play is at that 160-170 uh, mark, which is where we are seeing a technical support. So if we see some good news, it should ideally just kiss that level and then go up. But I am not saying that we might see some good news because, uh, you know, this is actually a very, very, very risky trade. Now I had mentioned that Infratel looks good because of that. Um, you know, sweet pattern, I believe it was a spinning top, but clearly that was wrong. Um, You know, that that is why I always say that it's best to wait for the next day's candle and then enter it rather than just going in purely based on support levels, because anything can happen overnight. So um, that that was the top loser for the day, the next loser for the day is uh, quite sadly, but also expectedly. Yes Bank, down 3.61%, closing at 56.05. Uh, this is honestly not out of, the, out of the blue with levels that we saw. I believe yesterday's high was above 60. With those kind of levels, jumping from yesterday's was high, yesterday's high was 59.90. I distinctly remember saying that, so that's fine. Uh, when the stock is jumping from approximately 30 levels to close to 60 levels, it is bound to, uh, you know, face some hurdles. So this, this point, uh, this three point, you know, some fall, what was it? 3.61% fall is definitely not uh, unwarranted. Very high volumes. In fact, the highest volumes of uh, the top five gainers and losers are seen in Bank Nifty. So looks like, you know, the big dogs are at play here. So Uh, varying whether it was a whether they were actually buying or selling i'm curious to see that uh so that's yes bank the top loser rather the second top loser for the day and with that we can move to bank nifty now oh so I, i i i believe in the in yesterday's episode also i forgot to mention whether i'm long or short nifty for tomorrow as i said not quite sure uh it, so, it, so it does have, you know, chances to go up and down. And where it's at, the hanging man pattern does not look good to me. However, we're seeing a lot of euphoria nowadays. So I would not completely rule out a positive move. In short, what I'm saying is that tomorrow, as the day moves, I will react. I will not really, you know, stay too rigid on my views for today. In general, it looks good. How it moved differently today, uh, you know it was not completely and linearly positive. It did face some resistance and that trend line resistance was surprisingly, uh, you know, very, very severe in a way to speak. So that's my view on Nifty overall. Now we can move on to Bank Nifty. So when we're talking about Bank Nifty, we saw a hanging man pattern on Nifty. We're seeing a doji on Bank Nifty, and that also indicates a change in trend. What is interesting is that it's finally filled in that gap I was talking about yesterday and I believe day before yesterday. Also, however, it has faced resistance from a new gap. And that gap is approximately at 30,020, 30,030 levels. And it will be filled at 30,180 levels. So I'd keep my eye on on that. You know, in fact, uh, the day's high was 30,150. So damn close to that uh, gap filling level. So very interesting how it moved. Um, Overall, though, I mean, while the difference between Nifty and Bank Nifty was slightly different, Bank Nifty closing plus 114.45 at 29,987.5. Yes, just uh, 12.5 points away from that 30,000 level, that magical 30,000 level. Uh, A, it shows that the 30,000 levels was rejected by the market today b it shows that it's still very close to the, to the thirty thousand levels um and you know depending on which side you're on whether you're naturally a naturally a bull or a bear uh you might choose one side of that a or b thing uh i personally i feel that a lot of it is you know pointing towards a possible profit booking or recovery or uh or correction tomorrow uh you know because the doji pattern uh it being almost a gap up and then, you know, a doji and all of those things. And, and of course, the 30,000 level being rejected. All of that does point to a possible correction tomorrow. Uh, so that is my view. Also, that gap resistance should come into play and it should be quite... It should ideally be a bit difficult to breach. And that gap is, of course, at that 30,000 approximate level. So, you know, all of those things tying in together sort of make me believe that we might see a negative day for bank nifty tomorrow but again uh, it's entirely possible that it opens gap down and then goes down as a result you know it does not seem as negative but it was actually negative so um, you know that's my general reading on bank nifty again i will wait for tomorrow's price movements especially because it's an it's an expiry day tomorrow hopefully we'll see some crazy wild movements Um, I'll wait for that to actually happen. I'll wait for the markets to open and then see where it's actually headed before taking a decision. And I recommend you do so as well. Um, I'm I'm just seeing. Okay, so 60 RSI on the daily chart. And uh, from what I can see on the monthly chart, we're seeing some very clear 20 MA support. It's also above 8 MA but there is a possibility because the difference between this the distance between 8ma and the current price is not that high and this is on the monthly chart as i said you know i'm going to be talking about the monthly chart on the 30th because it might give some direction or some justification or some context to um you know tomorrow's possible move So on the on the monthly chart we are we could be seeing uh, the, pr- the closing price being below the 8 moving average because the distance is not too much. So that's pretty much it as far as my reading for Bank Nifty goes and we should get on with Bank Nifty's gainers and losers. <clears throat> and Bank Nifty's top gainer was uh, one of my picks. As I've said, that pick did not work for a brief bit. It worked, but you know, it went down Uh, pretty fast but that pick is back here any guesses any guesses any guesses it is rbl bank plus plus 4.36 percent up closing at 288.45 the days high at 291 so that 300 level was not attempted 290 level was attempted though from what i can see we're seeing that lovely support level working i I believe i'd mentioned it in previous in the previous episode in yesterday's episode also I'm, i'm glancing through my notes yes i'd mentioned rbl bank support rising So that that beautiful support level has come into play, has come into the picture today also and it's sort of working again. 295 level should be the resistance so if it breaches that, if it also breaches 300, perfect, nothing like it. If it does not then hey, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty, not it's not out of the blue, it's definitely uh, something that you should have been expecting. Anyway, the next gainer for the day is SBI Bank. Super pumped to see it here because that 50MA should have been breached and we'll see if it was breached or not later on. And by later on, or later on, I mean in a few seconds. Uh, SBI Bank plus 3.47% closing at 290.40. And yes, that 290 level was touched. In fact, the high was just 291. So uh, very similar highs. In fact, the same highs for RBL Bank and SBI Bank. <clears throat> SBI Bank... Unfortunately that 50 ma level is sustained for now But you know, I would still not completely rule out a possibility now though It seems rare that it goes down below that 50 ma level because 50 ma should ideally be a support at this point However, there is a change in polarity soon So if tomorrow it closes above that change in polarity and I believe the change in polarity must be between 295 and 300 Uh, I do not have the chart in front of me because I've just written down my analysis So, again, approximately 295-300, similar levels as RBL Bank. If it is able to clear those, then it's great. If not, then, you know, it will eventually breach those. I'm sure SBI is not a bad bank at all. So, that is where SBI Bank is standing. Coming to the top losers for the day, it is led by, uh, you know, our second top loser, or rather the second loser of uh, Nifty and that is yes bank again it's down 3.61 percent, closing at 56.05 we already talked about yes bank so i'll just mention this here so far it has crossed the 50 ma and for now i believe you know for today that is the most important thing uh you know crossing crossing that 50 ma level is no joke if it is able to sustain that breach then nothing like it honestly uh it is quite possibly the clearest early 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 sign stage thingy uh, you know signal to get into the bank again this is assuming that the fundamentals the fundamentals are all right if they are nothing like it perfect but this is assuming that 50 ma level is sustained the next loser for the day is Indusin Bank. It is down 1.62%, closing at 1,294. Yes, it was unable to sustain those 1,300 levels despite it opening at 1,315. So very interesting. For Indusin Bank, again, that trend line is coming into play. Uh, I had mentioned this before that Indusin Bank is great if you just want to do up, down, up, down, up, down on that downtrend. Right now, it is at that trend line. Now, I would not say that shorted tomorrow because it might just happen that it breaches that trend line and that is entirely possible. However, I would definitely keep my eye on in bank as a possible opportunity. Um, Also 50 RSI is there. Now, if it is able to breach that 1300 level, things should be good. If it is not, then the trend line and that 1300 psychological resistance should come into play and prevent it from doing, uh, you know, good in the markets, at least in the short, uh, shorter term again. Okay, so uh, my father had actually asked me that, you know, you, you talk a lot about these short terms and these long terms and these shorter terms and then longer terms. What do you actually mean by short term? What do you mean by long term? Uh, by short term, what I mean is a few days to the day, two days, three days, immediately next day. By medium term, what I mean is that in that week, by long term or when i say longer term i either mean in the coming months or in the coming weeks so now you know i'll try to be more clearer in the coming uh, episodes so that it's not as uh, vague as it normally is but you know uh, if i do miss miss that miss that out do just drop me a message or tweet at me i'll i'll clear it out for you no not an issue at all but that was bank nifty eight advances four declines now we'll come to quite possibly which has been uh you know the most interesting uh s- section for me because it helps me uh analyze my own trades and yes that is my trades the my trade section so let's get on with that all right so the very first trade for me was the just Dial future and this is the first time that i've taken such an odd future i'm I'm using air quotes for odd because just dial is a stock i have not entered into previously and i straight away took a future of it first thing in the morning this was a risky pick because it was actually uh, a trade that my father said hey you know you should look at it it's possibly going to go up and uh, i was a- i was able to make a pretty sweet return on this unfortunately i do not have the roi percentages i'm still working on that i'll get that to you asap but uh, this was a good trade it was a quick move and i was able to make the most of it it did go up slightly so i was able to catch it from 600 and something 602 603 to 606 or so it went up to 611 or so before actually going to sub 600 levels uh, when it went back down to 603 or so i i i went long a few stocks intraday you know of just dial not the future because of the massive lot size but that failed so you know i had to book a loss on that so that was just style i did buy i did and i did buy a few stocks though of just style because it does look like an interesting pick so it might go up hopefully it goes up the next uh you know trade for the day was maruti short yes i shorted maruti again and this is something that I had actually mentioned that, hey, I've I've been shorting Maruti a lot, but I was like, you know, it does not make sense walking away from a possible decent trade opportunity just because you've been doing a, doing it a lot. So I shorted it and it worked. So that's great. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty confidence boosting actually when this happens. So that 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 worked glenmark equity i i went long glenmark and that also worked so that's great again good trades in general the next trade i took was mind tree future i went long mind tree and that also worked um, and the next one that i went long was ultra Tech cement i believe this was either at cost just above cost or just below cost so really not sure what it is but it was a it was quite a small amount so not not too sure um i did exit my infosys call so some of you guys might be remembering that i had a 780 call uh, of infosys i did exit it because i was holding it hoping expecting praying that infosys goes up somehow or the other you know there is an upper circuit tomorrow or some something like that um uh, but fortunately or unfortunately the markets do not listen to me Uh, which is why that did not happen and I wanted the extra margin so I squared it off and I booked pretty much the entire loss because obviously a 780 call is going to be worthless and it was so that is what I saw on Infosys's call and I exited it today so those were my trades and uh, you know this is generally a one-way street I I just share my trades I'd love to know if you guys take these trades I'd, I'd love to know if you guys trade at all Uh, because I don't think I've had a proper conversation with most of you guys. In fact, I don't even know who most of y'all are. So, um, you know, you should definitely drop me a message on any of any platforms. Just like literally just say that, hey, I listen to this podcast and I know how many people listen to it. It's not that many, but I still know how many people listen to it. It's definitely less than the number of people I've talked to. So at least if you've come this far, you should definitely drop me a message that, hey, I listen to your podcast and i like it because of this reason and i feel that you can you know improve this thing that that would just help me massively and i'd also love to know if you trade you know it's just you know fun engaging with uh fun engaging with the community so that's all from my side tomorrow is an expiry day so not just happy trading happy expiring i hope uh, the only thing that expires are your losses and uh, if you are long, if you are short options, I hope they expire worthless. So there is that and I'm signing off for today. Hope to see you in the next one.